Welcome to the Dojo Podcast, my host DS Walk. And today's episode is going to be a little different because I won't be talking about that great basketball game we seen between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics, which went into overtime in which the Sixers won 116-115. That was a tremendous game. James Harden came up big, hit the game winning shot in overtime, and he also hit the floating shot to send it into overtime. And James Harden finished with 42 points. It's safe to say that James Harden came to play again in the series. And he's rewriting his playoff demons. And big shout out to uh, James Harden for bringing one of the shooting victims at Michigan State as his guest as his guest of honor. And he stepped up big, not only for his guests, but for his team. And now they're off to game five, which will be played on Tuesday. It's this got all the potential in the world to be a seven game series but we ain't not going to talk about that today because something more important that needs to be talked about and discussed about and that is mental health because the month of may is mental health awareness and mental health is something that a lot of us whether it's within our family or ourselves or our friends we don't talk about we don't talk about it because we think that is embarrassing to have this type of mental issue and a lot of us you know we don't deal with it we don't talk about it we just look over it we don't know what's going on with ourselves and even if we do we know what's going on ourselves we don't discuss it and I think it's time we all had that discussion because there are lives that need to be saved. There are people who are here who have mental health issues and we don't know about it. We don't pay attention to the warning signs. We don't pay attention to what their acts. We don't pay attention to their emotions. We don't, we don't pay attention at all. And I think it's time that we start because we don't want to see a loved one or a friend or even a stranger hurt themselves on something that we should have known or we should know about. I understand that, you know, mental health is something that's not talked about, especially in the black community as a black man. Because we don't talk about it. We think about it as, you know, shake it off go do something nothing wrong with you and that's like the wrong way to think about it that's the wrong way to go about it do you know out of three four out of three or four people have mental health one out of six kids have mental health issues and we see all the signs all the time we see the signs whether they're Depressed, bipolar, anxiety, personality, eating disorder, suicide behavior, self-harm. It's the all the signs are always being shown and we're not paying attention to it. You know, it's it's sad that we can pay attention to what's going on on social media or it's sad that we get caught up into gossip or what's going on in other people's lives that's 
fun, that's interesting, but we're not paying attention to what the who the people who are hurting out here. We don't pay attention to their signs or what they're going through because we don't want to. Because we choose not to, and it's time that we start. You know, mental health is just something that just come out of the, out of the sky. It don't get dropped to us. You know, mental health can comes from family, family trait, family history. You know, it can be passed on to mother to daughter or father to son, or it can skip your parents. It can come from a grandparent. It can come from an uncle or aunt or great great aunt great uncle if it's in your family history please get that checked out you know mental health is something that's been around as long as we have it always been there but do we also know that trauma can give us mental health whether we've been through something in life whether we've been shot or whether we had a heart attack or you see soldiers who've been out to war who come back home with PTSD that's mental health when we experience a lot of hurts and pain and negativity that's mental health but we don't pay attention to those right because it's is nothing fun about it. It's nothing that we want to talk about. I'll give you another example. And 25% of African Americans seek mental health treatment compared to 40% of white Americans. That's a big number. That's a big number. And for those who seek out the help, I'm so proud of them. And I'm so proud of them for dealing with it. I'm so proud of them seeking that help because they know that they need it. Even if they've been in denial for a long period of time, they finally came around to deal with it. I'm so proud of them. In our community alone, we don't talk about it. In our community alone, we don't acknowledge it unless you're part of this new generation of young blacks, young whites, young Latinos, Asians, young Americans, who's not afraid to come out and say, hey, I got a problem. I need some help. But it's up to us parents and adults to listen and to help them seek that help they deserve. Even in fact, a lot of people go to therapy just to clear their minds, just to get whatever is on their heart, get off their chest. Because a lot of them don't want to keep all of that pent up negativity in their mind. That's mental health. You see, if you if you ask someone the question that needs to be asked, I 
I almost think that they will give you the right answer. When it comes to their mental health. I mean, we see it all the time when people are stressed and they're struggling and they can't make the decision that they want. They they doubt themselves. They they just don't know. That's when you have a strong person by your side on your left, on your right, or behind you to be there for you, to uplift you, and help you. See, we can't turn a blind eye anymore because mental health, it is stronger, it is out here, and it's one of the top causes that why our children, young people, are taking their lives because of mental health struggles. Look at the numbers for suicide attempts. Look at the number of suicides in in our country right now are all up. We see mass shootings in our country. All those numbers are going up because we refuse to help. We refuse to ask those questions or have those discussions. When we see 18, 19, 20-year-olds taking AR-15 rifles, taking them and shooting up schools, as a parent, you like, what the heck is going on? I, I, that's not my kid. It is your kid, and your kid has mental health, and you refuse to address it, to do something about it. This is what's going on. And we have to, as Americans, we have to, as people, that we have to take care of ourselves and take care of our children because it, man this is all becoming too common I hate to see people in pain and struggling with their mental health because it breaks my heart I can't speak for everybody else because everybody else is different but it breaks my heart to see people struggle with their mental health and they have nowhere to go or nowhere to how to ask for help but other than through their actions and a lot of times their actions are violent a lot of times their actions are sad a lot of times their actions are depressing because they don't know what to do you know a lot of times they say hey be strong shake it off man even the strongest person that you could possibly think of in your mind right now is probably going through something that they embarrassed to talk about, that they're struggling to deal with. This is what this interview, this is what I'm talking about right now. And I'm gonna give you out some more stuff. You know, hey, black Americans are less likely to seek mental health care because that's the embarrassment part. Because we never want to believe that hey we got mental health issues do you know that black Americans are more generalized to be depressed than any other race out here and number one reason why we don't seek out help is because the distrust that we have not only for medication but for the system And this is what, and this is what, <laughs> this is 
what I'm talking about. And the most common generalized mental health is anxiety disorder. Next to depression, next to eating disorder, suicide, is anxiety. But yet, we decide to not do anything about it. Or when we do do somebody about it, we don't get the right help. And for a lot of us who have all this distrust for the system and for medication, because if we think we take medication, they're gonna people will think we're crazy or we're weird or something wrong with us. Who cares? It, it doesn't matter. It's all about getting yourself right, and getting yourself better. You know, it, I hate the fact that as an Americans, we do more harm to ourselves with our mental than any other and anybody else in this world. We do more harm to our mental than anyone else in the world. Why? Because of that. Because uh, we don't want to take medication because we don't trust it. We don't, we don't want to believe that we have it. So therefore, it, it's not true. Or we care too much what people think about us instead of addressing our own issue and what's going on with us. And it is disheartening, man. It really is. I mean, on a daily basis, you know, we see the commercials. We see the ads all the time about mental health. I applaud Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan of the Chicago Bulls and the Miami Heat come out and talk about their mental health struggles and how what they were going through I applaud to Paul George talking about how he was struggling with his mental health when he was in the, in the bubble during COVID you know I applaud those guys coming out and talking about it I applaud everyone any athlete, any person even average Joe man, woman, child I applaud them for coming out and talking about their struggles. My question is, how come all of us don't follow their lead and come out and talk about our struggles? Talk about our what we go through on a daily basis. Talk about what we suffering from. And why do we constantly have to hide it? It's nothing to hide. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's all about getting better. It's all about getting back to enjoying life. It's all about doing what's best for you. If that's what life's supposed to be about. We're not supposed to be here suffering, being in pain and being depressed, having anxiety disorders or having eating disorders because of how we're supposed to look, how we're supposed to act or how we're supposed to be because that's what society want us to be that's not life that's not how we're supposed to live that's not how we're supposed to be we all deserve to be we all deserve to be happy within we deserve to smile every time we look at ourselves in the mirror we deserve to smile when we think of something positive we're not supposed to be sad or confused about it. We're not supposed to be non-emotional. We're supposed to be passionate about 
what we love. We're supposed to be passionate about that we're here and alive. We're supposed to be passionate about that when you look at yourself in the mirror, you, you look like, damn, I look good today. It's not supposed to be the other way around. When it comes to our children, of U.S. children from 3 to 17 deal with mental health from emotion to behavior. That's according to the Child and Adolescent Psychiatric. 21.8% from ages 3 to 17. That breaks me. That breaks my heart so much. Because a three-year-old, a four-year-old, five-year-old, a six, they should never, ever go through any hardship in life. They should be enjoying their best times of their life, playing with their toys, playing with their cousins, watching their favorite programs. Teenagers should be out here going out to the movies with their friends, to the arcade, doing stuff they love to do. 3 to 17, that's 21.8%. That's 5 million kids. Excuse me, 5 million kids equals 20% struggle with mental health. And here we are not doing anything about it. We have to be better, people. We have to be better. We have to do something about it. Why do our kids have to struggle alone why do our children have to be bullied man friend why is there bullies in schools why our kids have to cry in the dark or when they're alone how come they don't feel comfortable coming to an adult or come to their parents and seeking out for help That's insane. They're not supposed to be that way at all. But I'll go back to what I said in the beginning. We can go out here and post pictures on Facebook, create Instagram stories, send out all these crazy tweets on Twitter. We can go out here and gossip about our friends. We can go out here and talk about the latest games or shoes or whatever the latest trend going on out here but yet though we have kids and our, we have grown people struggling with their mental on a daily basis a lot of them are the people that we know and they don't feel comfortable telling us because it's just, just not the it thing to do but the thing is though no one has said mental illness is an easy thing to have, or easy thing to deal with, or an easy conversation. You just gotta have to want to have that conversation. You just gotta want to be part of the solution instead of being part of the, the issue or the problem. I can't sit back and enjoy life knowing that there's so many people out here struggling because it. 
it breaks me. It bothers me. Then I'll read these reports and I look at these numbers. And that mental health eventually going to be the number one thing that's going to that's going to end us. That's that's going to be the biggest cause of death. We need to be able to be there for everybody, for anybody that we know. I don't care about the latest trend in clothing. I don't care about the shows. When it comes to someone who who I love, or, or even a stranger that needs to talk, that needs to come out and say, hey, I'm struggling. Can you please help me? Can you please be there for me? That's more important to me than anything that I do or anything that's important. Well, I should say anything that's non-important. This is much important. So if you at home or in your car or sitting at the computer, if you hear this show, if you listen to this show once this episode get posted please go talk to your friends go talk to your family go talk to that person who tried to reach out to you who tried to talk to you but you didn't want to hear it at that time go find that person and go have that conversation with them go be there for them and go help them because we don't know what goes on in their life that's causing them to have all this trauma that's causing them to have have anxiety or what's making them depressed or making them feel less than of don't leave that person alone don't make that person feel like an outcast or feel like they not loved or not wanted don't bring the negativity into that person's life in fact bring some hope Bring some care. Bring some love. Because that's what that person or persons or people need at this time. So that they can believe in themselves. So that they can feel that somebody is there for them. And they can go and get the help that they need. It would give them that strength. That's what, that's what life is all about. That's what we got to make life about. Sure, there are always going to be the negatives out here. Sure, there's going to be all the great things that ever happened to us in our life. There's going to be the ups and downs. But what about the ones in between? You know, a lot of us once upon a time when we were kids we always think of ourselves as superheroes because we watch Superman we watch Batman or we watch the Avengers or Transformers I can go on day we always think of ourselves as a superhero and that we are invincible nobody can't take us nobody can't beat us well here is that superhero moment right now here is that superhuman superhero act right now 
And all it takes is to show some care and some love and be that backbone. Be that voice for that person who is struggling right now with their mental health. I'm not afraid to say that mental health is going strong in my family. And I miss that boat of being there. But I can promise you I won't miss that boat again. And I encourage everyone to be a superhero and save and help anyone who has a mental health issue and just be there for them. Be their outlet. Be their shoulder to cry on. Be their ear to hear them out. But more importantly, be that person to go get them some help. Don't recommend it. Don't say, hey, I think. Be their guide, grab their hand, and take them, go get some help. And even if they don't want to, and they know that they need it, be that person to make that decision and go help them before they hurt themselves. Because nobody want to go to a funeral or to a cremation and sit there and cry and say, damn, I should have done something when I had the opportunity to do it. And I looked over all the warning signs and took their word for it. But in my gut, I knew that they needed the help. And now it's too late. So, before I end the show, I'm going to give you the four type of mental health issues. And then I'm going to give you the five warning signs. So, the four major types of mental health is depression, bipolar, anxiety, personality. Also, three more extra, eating disorder, self-harm, suicide behavior. And the five warning signs of any mental health is a change in personality, change in motion, isolation, some absence of self-care, a sense of hopelessness, of feeling, overwhelm, and warning signs of suicide. These are all the signs. Make sure we don't turn a blind eye. Make sure we pay attention and we'll look out for these signs. And when we do see these signs, do something about it to help them or help he or she. My name is D.S. Walk. This has been the Dove Drill Podcast. And I will talk to you guys later. If you're at home, 
or in the streets. Please be careful. Enjoy your day. Watching that good playoff basketball and some of that good playoff hockey. But just remember, if you know someone that's in pain, that's in need, because they're struggling with mental health, be a superhero. Don't be a dud. Lend a hand. This has been the Dub Drill Podcast. I'm DS Walk, and I'm out. Peace.